I'm Nicola. And I'm Jay Percy. And welcome to the Afro Animist Podcast. We are two Abir women and animist conjurers exploring witchcraft, healing and psychedelics. The Afro Animist Podcast explores the secular through the spiritual, discussing life experiences through a sacred lens. Here you'll get to hear talk about philosophy, metaphysics, occultism, shamanism, culture, healing, nature, animism, the arts, conspiracies, psychedelics and witchcraft. Nothing is off the table in these discussions which aim to get to the heart of what it means to be spiritual and Afro-diasporic in an increasingly sterile, authoritarian and Eurocentric world. As Afro-Caribbean millennial Londoners, we keep it real whilst exploring the biggest mysteries of our multiverse. Join us in holding this space to cry, laugh, debate, build community and tear down oppressive structures. Welcome, you beautiful, beautiful being of the multiverse. I'm Jay Percy, the artist. And I'm Nicola. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, welcome to the Afro Animus podcast. We are so happy to have you here to join us on our conversation today about trusting, trusting our intuitions. Mm. And this is, I I probably start a lot of these things with, this is a really important topic. (laughs) But um, if... (laughs) I know, right? Where's the hierarchy? But if you do pay attention to anything we say, I would say trusting intuition is one of the more important topics because I see it as the sort of groundwork for anything else you're building in your life, be it spiritual or even in the secular. And, you know, there have been points in my life where I've decided to not trust my intuition or I've been very far away from my intuition. And in being so far away from that, it's like hindered me or I've ended up in like dire situations. I I have none to memory right now. I think I just stick them in the back of my mind in like an untouchable bin. We don't go to those memories. But I've definitely found that as I pay more attention to sorting out my intuition and getting more in tune with it things are going a lot better in my life things are going like significantly better in my life and I'm incredibly grateful for it what's your uh, relationship to intuition Nikki oh babe just the same as you I think yeah we talk we we say everything's important it all it's all important um (laughs) but there is this is like one of those basic things it's like such a basic thing that you're born with but such a hard thing once you've gone through life and the conditioning of life to be able to kind of come back to but you know for me I remember when I was younger it was such an important thing like my gut my gut feeling I would always Mm. follow my gut and it would be you know even if I'm I'm going for a walk nowhere in particular to go should I go left or right you know that's the kind of thing I would do okay my gut's telling me to go left what am I going to discover down this path? And it's actually such a beautiful way to live. And for me, when I'm in that, when I'm in those places, like you're saying, like where you really can sink into that and begin to trust yourself, that's what it's about. Like you're trusting yourself, mm. you're trusting what you are telling yourself. Um, and really that's the first person you should learn to trust. So I think it's really, I'm, I'm really excited about talking about this today, actually. 
Yeah. Can, so I know you've just said that you don't have anything in mind, but can you give us an example of when you're in, when you have heard your intuition and it's worked for you? Yeah, I think I can. Well, it, it's normally been around a lot of the time, certain people mm-hmm. where you get that sort of gut feeling that they're, you know, there's something untoward about them and there's someone perhaps you shouldn't have around you as such. Whether you call that intuition in the spiritual sense or whether you put it down to like this idea of neuroception that your your body is sensing that I've interpreted a danger like this before. So you you need to perceive this person as someone who potentially fits into that category it's kept me away from some quite harmful people and then I've heard Mm -hmm. stories from friends where these people have actually been like quite untoward like predators or just generally like general dickheads um and (laughs) I think that (laughs) yeah that's really important because your your spiritual your energy like you can't just you can't just give that to anyone and how do you know who you're supposed to be giving it to and who you're not supposed to be giving it to mm-hmm. if not for trusting your intuition? An intuition sure. is it's very different than making a split, split like a, a quick judgment. It's very different than that. You're not just going into a situation going, oh, I don't like the look of them. It, it's sort of breathing into the feeling and getting that sort of, feeling in your body wherever you personally feeling it in your body and being aware like okay this is a wrong and this is someone who's potentially you know they're so unhealed within themselves they're gonna project that shit onto me they're gonna project their pain and their trauma onto me in a way that isn't really going to be conducive to my growth isn't going to be conducive to my peace do you have any like more tangible examples? I'm aware that that, that may be quite like a. Well, do you know what I took? Some people. What you what I just took from what you said. I'm going to sum it up. <laughs> Jay says, "Trust your intuition because it's a dickhead radar, and we all need that support." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! More now than ever, do we all need dickhead radars, babe? Do, do, we, know, do we not <laughs> we really do and you know I actually the moments that come out for me where I've re- where I could go okay this is a moment where I have li- heard my intuition whether or not I followed it or not like I have many examples of of that kind of thing even with my dog so I have a dog called JJ and I'm sure you've heard him in the background no relation. a little bit no <laughs> relation Jays are important in my life man I've, I've started to really realize so <laughs> Um, but he, you know, the animals are amazing uh, teachers of this, like amazing because they live in that presence. So when when it comes to being able to connect with your intuition, it is a practice of really being in the moment. Um, and the animals, that's that's where they live, man. They're not worried about. I mean, he is he is a bit worried about if he's going to get a treat today or if he's going to get a walk today. <laughs> but his his consciousness isn't in the future or in the past like that. Um and he has been a really amazing lesson for me in my later life. Like, because, you know, there's definitely been a gap in my life where I haven't trusted myself and my gut, my intuition as much. And JJ kind of 
kind of came in at that time. Um, and he has definitely, I, I, there's just situations where I feel like he has totally warned me about people. Um, Cause he's like, I mean, you know, he's such a loving, beautiful doggy. Um, he's all about cuddles. And, yeah, he is. And fun. And he doesn't like have a bad bone in his body. It's totally like a bark worse than the bite kind of situation with him. Um, he loves people, but there have been like a maybe two or three, three people in the four years of his life that he has just gone crazy at for no reason when we've been walking around. And it's so interesting because he will all of a sudden notice somebody like there was one time we were walking in these this woods behind my house and um there was just this guy like big guy and he just was like running through the woods and there was just something I felt I was a bit like oh what you know I just felt a bit nervous you know when you just kind of have that feeling I was like I didn't feel safe um his all of his behavior his behavior was really weird and JJ you know, before I noticed the guy, so it wasn't like JJ feeding off of my oh, feelings. It was before I even noticed that he was there, JJ started going crazy, like barking, barking. I turn around, he's barking at this guy. And um, it was it was crazy because then my because then my initial reaction is like, oh my God, shut the dog up. <laughs> you know, like let's be polite <laughs> human beings. Don't bark around me. And then I actually just felt in that moment how bad, like just that something dangerous was going on. Um, it happened again with another guy. Um, and it's, again, this isn't about judgment. And this is one of those places where it's it's actually quite difficult to explain because it isn't about judgment. It's about feeling. It's about that gut feeling. Um, and I was just, all I can say is I was just super glad that I was in that dark wood with my dog, but I would not have wanted to be there on my own that day. Um, I've also had like, I've had a lot of experiences where I have not followed a very, very, very strong intuitive feeling. And I've got myself in the shit, like massively in the shit. Mm. And for me, a lot of the time it's happened within the spiritual community. So this is another thing, like sometimes you'll put yourself in situations or you'll you'll be uh, around people who you feel like because of the nature of what you're doing, for example, or because of your desire to be part of something, like you will make yourself trust when you should not. And there's been yeah. lots of, I mean, this this is, that's a different episode, isn't it? But <laughs> there's been lots yeah. of, uh, <laughs> lots of um, moments for me when I've been, I've had an experience and I've known that experience is coming. Like I just knew if I stayed in that situation and I've said to people around me, I don't trust this or I don't trust this person. And the people around me have gone, no, no, it's cool, Nick. Don't be like judgmental. Don't be like uptight. Like just, it's cool. And it turned out to be very not cool. Um, And so it's just like, you have this radar, whether or not you choose to listen to it, um, especially in this world where we're totally conditioned out of it, you know, because it falls into that category. It does fall into the category a little bit of judgment. It can feel like judgment. And we're very much like, don't judge people, don't judge. But in my opinion is like, in order, you know, everything is a judgment. You know, you open your fridge in the morning and, think about what you're going to eat and you go hang on do those eggs look all right or maybe not for you <laughs> but you know there's that so um yeah. yeah no I've it's it's such a it's such an important thing it's such an important thing so how do you personally find the difference between like judgment 
I guess, intuition and even like discernment. How, how do you, you know to get into? Because let's think of these as each as different states of consciousness as everything is, right? Because these different states of awareness pump certain hormones around your body, mm-hmm. which is a state, an altered state of consciousness. Judgment, discernment, intuition. What do those things feel like for you? How do they look different? Well, intuition comes first. So I could almost put them in like an order of like, you know, it's the intuition, mm-hmm. then the judgment, then the discernment, almost. Um, and for yeah. me, it's the intuition is such a visceral, visceral feeling. Like I can, you know, it's, there's a reason you call it your gut feeling because I feel it in my, you feel it there. Like it's in your body, it's in your mm-hmm. gut telling you something um and a lot of the time like those feelings just kind of almost can come out of nowhere if that makes sense so you go into a room and you have a feeling about that room then your consciousness comes in and you start to go hang on what's this and then you start to go and then that's when you maybe start to make judgments and that's when you have to use your discernment, you know? So you have to then take that offering that you've been given from spirit, this intuition, this gut feeling, and then make a judgment based on that to how you're gonna behave or how you're gonna react in the situation that you're in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. It's, it's uh, um, surprise, it's very similar. <laughs> you get this sort of, it's a body feel. The intuition for me, it's a, it's a body feel. And um, for me, it's it's l- less in my like lower gut. It's like sort of just underneath my, I guess where my my solar plexus chakra is, just a little lower of that. It's almost like a flutter or like a a fizz that I can feel. And that isn't something that has always been there. And it isn't so dramatic. It isn't like this bubbling over of throwing like vinegar into bicarbonate of soda. It's not that strong. It's like a a little flutter. And when I do breathe into it, I can actually direct breath to that area and feel like, okay, this is an intuitive feeling. Um, The judgment, that is going to be like what you, you do cognitively like as a snap decision so that's where I can hear like the voice in my head talk to me or say something to me um this isn't like one of many voices this this is my inner voice um and then the discernment comes in with the sort of I guess the the rational part of myself questioning that judgment and sort of saying right here are all of the facts what do we want to do from here um, so it is this sort of three-step process. But starting with the intuition, that is something that I haven't always had the easiest time, you know, acknowledging or having having as a tool for myself. It is something that I have had to develop. It's really interesting when we talk about where it is in the body and when you feel it in the body. Yeah. So I think for when you're trying to learn about this it's it's really about coming into like we were talking about um before with uh kind of being able to settle into your body and feel what's going on in the different places now when you were speaking about it i was like oh so 
it's in your solar plexus kind of area. Like for me, it's the same, but it can also move down kind of into my lower gut where I would, I would call this uh, as a martial artist, my Dantian. So my lower Dantian, like this lower energy center. Um, and I think when you're learning about intuition and and you start to feel these things in your places, it's really good to do a bit of research into like where the energy centers are placed in the body and being able to connect in because they all can also mean different things. Like, so if you're feeling something through your solar plexus, it can be related to will, you know, that kind of thing. If you're feeling a bit lower down, it's maybe a more okay. earthy rootsy thing. Um, what do you do? So do you have anything, any practices that you do specifically to kind of improve your, I don't want to say improve your intuition because I feel like it's like a supernatural, it's like one of our our gifts. Everyone has that sixth sense, but maybe improve your connection, improve your listening to it, improve your belief in your intuition. Um, I guess right now I feel intuitively, I want to talk about like in this moment I will talk about later like building the practice but I I kind of want to talk about how I got to intuition okay how I got to be trusting it especially as someone who has for the last decade been recovering from chronic illness chronic pain Mm -hmm. um you know I hadn't you sort of saying oh I feel it in my lower gut um there's still a lot of pain in those sorts of areas for me so perhaps that is an area for me that even now isn't working as efficiently as it should do because I'm still in this recovering process. Mm-hmm. But um, that's a long preamble to my story. <laughs> I um, under underwent a mushroom, a psilocybin experience, and it was it was a very low dose one by. A lot of psychonautic standards it was sort of 1.5 grams ground up into some tea and drunk i had fasted the week before i had um made sure that on the week prior to that i was eating nothing but fruits and vegetables so i'd spent a good like couple of weeks doing a cleansing process doing a fasting process so when it got to the day this seemingly small dose um, actually had a massive impact in my body. And I decided to set the intention, as I believe you should with these medicine tools, of trusting my intuition. Because at that point in my life, I was realising that I just was not trusting my intuition. I could not hear my intuition. I could not feel my intuition. And I was just making so many wrong choices, just like jumping into any old situation or opportunity that probably wasn't meant for me um so I set this intention of intuition and I was with a couple of other people you know people close to me in a really comfortable setting a really nice nature setting um so everything was very calm and here they are drinking the tea dancing around you know enjoying themselves (laughs) and there's me who's finding it taking a long time to kick in but when it does kick in I'm sort of told to put my hand in a very specific uh, position and bring it to my eyes bring it to my forehead and close my eyes and as I do so I am plummeted into this void this complete like alien space 
it was a contradiction of a space. Everything was really far, yet really near. So when I put my hand out to like touch a star, it was almost like it was at my fingertips. But as I went to reach for it, it was like light years away. Um, I was boiling, boiling hot, like the hottest I've ever been in my life. Yet freezing, freezing cold. I've never experienced such a cold. Um, I was like infinitely happy like I've experienced everyone's happiness who's ever existed at once and all of their sorrows so it was this really like confusing like I said void of a dark space and I was sort of like wow where am I and as I've said where am I I hear this voice and the vo- I look over and it's this female figure sitting meditating very dark all dark and she says you know where you are And I said, yeah, you're right. I do know where I am. I'm here to understand how to trust my intuition. How do I trust my intuition? And she says, you already know how to trust your intuition. I said, yeah, I do. I do know how to trust my intuition. And she said, I said, what are you, what am I doing here? She goes, you know why you're here. Um, But you know, you're not supposed to be here you know you're not supposed to be here, you're not ready to be here yet, I'm only showing you a glimpse to show you what you in your heart know and you know you need to get to. And I'm like, I have more questions and as I've said, I have more questions, I'm sort of like pulled out, like sucked through this portal of a place and then I'm back in the room. And it was, it was this sort of line of questioning of me saying, like, I need this, like, me asking her for this magical power of intuition. And she, she simply told me, like, you, you already have it and you know you do. And, and that is, that was the key. It, it wasn't like the magic of the experience. It was the alchemy afterwards of telling myself repetitively, I trust my intuition. I trust my intuition. You know, that, that sentence in and of itself has built in my head since and in telling myself I trust my intuition you know the brain is kind of silly it understands symbols and programming more than it does actual like conversation (laughs) so if you're constantly telling yourself I trust my intuition it kind of tricks your body into eventually going oh yeah I do don't I so that's how I came to that place and then realizing that when I was around certain people um you know those feelings in my stomach they they started to reappear and it was the first time in a very very long time because I I did have um you know points growing up um where you know you're told not to trust your intuition because quite frankly you're told that you need to listen to and follow the instructions of the adults around you who know better and you, you lose that intuition. It's completely taken from you. So for me, getting back to my intuition was actually via psychedelics. And that was only, um, I guess, the first part of that story. In another episode, we'll definitely be talking about that in more detail. The sort of how far this trip went, the depth of it, and how that contributed towards me returning fully to my spirituality. But it was, it was really poignant. It was really important, which is why I hammer on so much about entheogens being legal because they are 
well, they are entheogens. They are there to connect to God's source. They are, for me, a spiritual sacrament. Um, and it is a spiritual sacrament to have your, you know, your intu- intuition at your hands, at your fingertips. Oh, what a beautiful story. I literally, I want to hear all about it now. <laughs> um, it's so interesting, actually, because, yeah, they're master teachers. And that's what these medicines yeah. are there for, you know. Um, yeah. And the beauty of working with them is that they strip away ev- they strip away all of the stuff that is stopping you, or they at least show you those places. Mm. Um, so your mind can't be involved in the same way as saying, yeah. If you know, if we were have, if you and I were having this conversation, you'd come to me and said, "Oh, hey, Nikki, like I oh, just really." I don't trust my intuition. Like I want you to teach me about intuition. And I turned around and went, but you, but you can trust your intuition. You are connected to your intuition. You know how to do it. You'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, shut up. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Give me something yeah, tangible. I want real practical advice. Real practical advice. I'm not come here for philosophy. <laughs> exactly. But that's all the, that's all the stuff we put on top. Um, yeah. that stops us from being able to actually access the reality of it, which is that, yeah, you are born with this. And if you can yeah. break through those places where you stop yourself, then you, then that connection is there. It isn't even something that needs to be worked on. It's there. Yeah. You are an intuitive being and it is one of your many gifts that you were born with. Every Everyone. Yes. And to the point that even... Um, you know, this isn't something that's just confined to the spiritual community now. This this is being studied within the realms of parapsychology within the CIA who have released documents where they do work, where they have done work on extrasensory perception work, which is what they call intuition, extrasensory perception. So it's extrasensory outside of your own senses to perceive um guess to make a judgment on a situation and to internalize the message in that I would probably go with the better word of like neuroception because I don't I feel like perception is really cognizant neuroception Mm. is really endogenous it's internal it's like your nervous system understands but you can you can look this up online this isn't quackery this isn't conspiracy theory the CIA have done a lot of experiments with extrasensory perception and it's within their interest to do so because if they have um, military personnel who are able to tap into that, then that's going to obviously have an advantage for the military. So it is something they have done a lot of work on, you know, since the 60s, probably even before that. There are so many animals out in the animal kingdom who have this like extrasensory perception um, and that they use it because it is natural and it, it keeps them alive. Going back to the CIA, they've even, um, you know, agents who have even come out of that since have released free apps like extrasensory extra perception trainers that you can download onto your phone. They don't cost anything. And um, they give like these little tiles like, black and white tiles and you have to predict which one's going to light up before you press it so you're sort of training yourself to pay attention to okay I'm going to go into my my feelings and feel 
which tiles going to come up once you've passed the first stage of like selecting between black and white tiles then they have like a four square of tiles where it's like red green yellow and i don't know pink let's just say and then you have to like perceive which one of these things are going to appear next time um so yeah there, there is a lot of research into this field which i find incredibly fascinating yeah it's so fascinating and that I mean I really want to download one of those apps I'm so into this kind of thing like I mean surprise surprise look where we are Um, (laughs) but I've done I've for years like from when I was actually quite young and the internet wasn't really that big a thing just when people like was doing these kinds of tests and stuff online um and it's so it's so simple actually one thing that I find really interesting is their um research into remote viewing now i would i would describe that as soul flight we call that soul flight um yeah but then that's a way you know that also brings up a lot of imagery of 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 what that is um and all of these practices are so based on being able to sense your intuition so when i was learning um soul flight or remote viewing as I, i still am learning as i'm in this process of learning when i first started there was it, it is so insane, actually, how quickly it works and how easy it is to do. Um, and I feel like probably for most people, it's, it's the same. <laughs> um, but like you were saying, it's about learning to trust. It's about learning to trust, trusting the symbols that are coming through to you. So when you're doing things like that, it may not, you know, I'm sure for some really experienced remote viewers, they will literally be able to go to a place, see the place exactly as it is, and, it, and all the messages come through maybe almost in a movie type thing. I think maybe it's possible. For me, it, mm-hmm. I have to um, translate. <laughs> so I have to translate the symbology of what I see to make sense. Um, and it's just such, it's actually such a beautiful and interesting practice. Maybe we should do some of that on our, on our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> But that definitely would be a really good idea, actually. It'd be really cool, wouldn't it? It's so easy to do, man. Um, and so fun to do. And I feel like for me, it's one of those practices that has really made, you know, there's certain things that you can do that will make you go, yeah. okay, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. This shit is real. Yeah. For me, it's one of those yeah. things. Like, how can you be in one place and know what's going on in another place? Yeah. It's about all of these lines of connection. That is advanced intuition, isn't it? When you actually put it like that, this remote viewing, this idea of like spiritually being outside of the body and seeing somewhere else while you're physically somewhere here. Mm -hmm. That is, it's taking your gut intuition and it's stretching it and seeing like, how much can I know outside of my physical senses? How far can I stretch that? Because intuition isn't necessarily about your physical senses. It isn't about what you can, you know, touch, smell, see, hear, taste. It's it's about being outside of those senses and really being in the body in a way that connects to spirit. Mm-hmm. So if you are taking that intuition one step further and, you know, perceiving something somewhere else somewhere in a completely other location that is a beautiful thing a hundred percent you know i think so obviously we all know i'm deeply spiritual it's my life but i really so yeah 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 (laughs) 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 but i also babe you know what it's like 
I also have to back it up <laughs> with some science. Like seriously, because mm. I'm a modern woman. Like this is, and you know, the reality is I don't, I, for me, for my grounding, a lot of the time I need to find some of the science behind it. And all of this stuff is backed up. Like this is quantum entanglement. So the, in my, you know, <laughs> basic scientific theories, <laughs> the reason this stuff works is because of quantum entanglement. The, imagine almost like we, we are all connected by strings. So everything that's going on in the universe, in, in this dimension, potentially other dimensions, there's all of these tendrils of energy that are coming out and they are affecting all of the energy that's happening with beings, with planets, with, you know, plants, animals, whatever. Um, and, and because we have this level of connection, the intuition is just about tapping into one of those strings. And that's totally how I see it. I'm like, okay, where am I tuning into now? Okay, I'm tuning into this string. I need to know what color that piece of paper inside that envelope is, for example. I'm going to tune into that string, into that frequency. And sometimes when I bring it out of like this whole like, you know, I'm just meditating and I'm getting super spiritual and I'm connected to God, <laughs> you know, and I bring it back down to like, <laughs> hang on, this is what makes sense for me. I, I understand about energetics. Like this makes sense on a natural on a level like it isn't it doesn't feel like hippy dippy shit kind of out there stuff for me it actually makes logical sense yeah. um and it is it is a, it is all about that connection all about practicing that connection and trusting that connection um it's so it's actually so exciting i think i'm gonna come off of this call and just go ahead and do some soul flight babes <laughs> how i'm gonna spend my day <laughs> Just make a casual trip down to the Caribbean. Feel like that well, this afternoon. I'm not going getting on a plane anytime soon, so we're going to have to figure out another way to do this. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so tell me, what things do you do to? And I guess I mean this in a more like holistic sense, because there's going to be like practical exercises that you give people. But I'm sure you would agree intuition. It, you kind of it's, it's like a lifestyle. Mm. There's a whole lifestyle around living intuitively to develop that on a daily basis. How do you live around developing intuition? It's kind of comes back to what I even said, you know, right at the beginning, like things like, okay, so after we chat, I'm going to take JJ on mm -hmm. his walkies and I'm going mm -hmm. to just be guided by my stomach. I try you're not to think about just it. Gonna, yeah. You're not going to pick like, a path. Gonna... I'm not going to pick a path. I mean, I kind of semi know that I'm going in that, that direction because that's going to be the easiest way for me to go today. But yeah. once I'm there on that path, I'll allow myself to follow wherever I feel like. And this is, and you know, there's obviously no way that you can kind of, you can't really measure this in a sense. But for me, this is, you know, like all of this stuff, like you're saying, like there's exercises to do. There's so many things that you can do, like you literally could have, which I have had like six hours of spiritual practice a day to do. Like seriously, I can't, I can't live my life in that in that kind of way so what I try to do is I try to find like the easiest uh sounds kind of silly but <laughs> the semi like the easiest way to integrate it so if for me I want to develop my intuition there are things that you can do obviously there are many things you can do you can sit you can connect you can do yourself like whatever but it just in my day-to-day -day, 
one of the easiest and most beautiful ways to practice if you have the opportunity is just to go okay well I'm going to feel what I should eat for dinner rather than think about what I should eat for dinner I'm going to feel whether to go left or right on my walk because why not and a lot of the time what will happen is you know I'll be like okay I'm walking this direction oh no no I feel like I shouldn't go in that direction let me just go that way and then I'll find something beautiful. Like I'll find a beautiful fe- feather or I'll meet like a really cool person just to say hello to. And I hadn't really spoken to anyone that day. You know, and it's just things like that, that I find are the the kind of like the nicest ways to do this kind of practice. Um, and also it, then it makes it utterly integrated into your life. It's not a separate thing. It isn't like, okay, well, I've had to sit, sit at my altar to, to practice my intuition. So now my intuition is something that I connect with my altar it's my intuition is now something that I use just actually all the time like throughout my day in general I just practice doing that I just ask myself and that is I don't live like every single day like that like I wish I did like I said to you before like I live most of my time in high anxiety (laughs) so when there's that space (laughs) for me to be able to do that it's so beautiful it's such a beautiful release um and it feels really non-pressured it's like giving yourself that ultimate freedom you know like I don't have to do anything any kind of way. I can go in whatever direction I feel cool to go into and I'm going to discover something beautiful along, along that path. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I find it one of the, for me, one of the easiest and most consistent things to practice. It doesn't mean that I always listen to it, but there's an awareness that I kind of semi-maintain. Um, and especially when I'm in situations where I don't know what to do. So if I'm in a situation, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know what to do about this, then I again if I'm not in the high high anxiety place then I can go okay well what does it feel like I should do okay there's your answer and you know sometimes when you're in a place where there's no right or wrong or you can't uh, necessarily decide that for yourself on the spot you intuition is the best place to go to if that makes sense you've alluded to something yeah it does you've definitely alluded to something I have questions about so um you experience high anxiety Mm. I sometimes experience high anxiety less and less these days but you know <laughs> it shows up when it wants to join the party oh yeah um what things in your life whether it be like a part of uh, i guess traumas you've developed along the way or like physical things you do what things hamper like inhibit your intuition what things block you from being truly intuitive Mood is a big thing, 100% mood is a big thing. Um, and that's something that I have always struggled with, like my mental health since I was a very little girl. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I, you know, really... So I had a period in my life when I was with certain people that were not... You know, I can look back and go, okay, well, there were definitely many lessons that I've learned and I wouldn't be who I was today if I didn't have them. But it was not an easy ride. It was really traumatic um, for several years. And during that period, I had possibly like my strongest intuition and my strongest not listening to my intuition. And that massively affected me, like massively to the point where it's now like having done like almost 20 years of different spiritual practices, I feel like I'm at the beginning of being able to trust myself again. So when you don't, when you have like an awareness and all of us have it, like, but you ignore yourself over and over, like you take away that place of belief in self 
And for me, that was one of the things that I really realized when I stepped out of that phase in my life. Like the biggest wound for me was that I had, I felt like I'd lost my connection to my intuition. And that came purely from feeling one way and doing something else constantly for years and years and years and years. Um, so like contradicting I, what you really want to do, what your intuition wants you to do. A hundred percent. And I'm not saying that, that, that it works like that for everyone. Yes, that definitely comes from the trauma. And so this, it isn't, you know, on one side it's, it's simple, but on the other side it isn't easy. Um, I feel like intuition is 100% a thing of self-confidence and self-worth. Like, if you can truly believe what yourself is telling yourself, if you can truly have that kind of faith in yourself, like, yeah. you kind of need to have confidence in yourself to be able to do that. You have to be able to be building that confidence to be able to do that. If you're surround, if you're putting yourself in situations or you're surrounded by people who are not encouraging that those places of self-trust, um, then it can get really confusing. And for me, once I get confused, then I really struggle to hear. You know, I really struggle to hear what my body's telling me. Um, and then it's super easy to just fall into the the traps of like depression or um, anxiety. You know, whatever it is, um, not doing lack of motivation. Um, in that dark that dark pit you know but you're but then on the flip side of saying that beginning to listen to my intuition again is something that helps me climb out of that dark pit because sometimes also when you're there in that place where you can't where you don't trust yourself sometimes you only have this like one little voice and there's no other option <laughs> so you kind of you know if you can start to follow that voice then you can really you know for me anyway I found that I can start to to bring myself out of it um, but it's a constant, like everything in life, it's a, it's a, it's a cycle. I mean, I'm all about these cycles, man. Everything's cyclic, and mm. with everything in life, this is a cycle. There may be times when you feel super connected, super intuitive, super confident, super calm, whatever, and then the next day you will feel all the opposite of those things. And I, so I feel like there's also this place of like, um, it's just giving yourself a chance. That is really important. Yeah with trusting your intuition yeah yeah i completely agree with that and it can be difficult like to get to these places i don't think either of us are saying to you that i mean i just trust yourself it's so easy (laughs) (laughs) none of us are saying that right no um but it is definitely something that if you are i guess as a first step cognizant that you i don't trust my intuition then you have somewhere to move from there. Mm-hmm. I'll speak to, I speak to my mum a lot and she'll always say, you know, whenever I don't trust my intuition, whenever I don't trust that feeling in my gut, something bad always happens. And I said, well, why don't you trust that feeling in your gut? And sometimes other situations get in the way from her, of her from having the opportunity to trust that. And I, I do watch her sort of, beat herself up over that sometimes and it's it's really sad to see you know but there are things in life that get in the way of us being able to trust our intuition I'll take something very simple like going to work from the moment that your alarm is set you're not waking up intuitively you're not waking up when the body needs to be woken um whether it's by the alarm or by you know that's that stress that builds and you wake up five minutes before the alarm goes off you're like, 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you've got that sort of stress that is overriding a natural wake up. And then you'll go into work and you'll have your day set out in a very specific way with certain meetings in certain places. And well, for me at least, there are days where I wake up and I feel like this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing today. Um, there, uh, I'm, I'm meant to be outside today. I'm meant to be, you know, doing something else today that perhaps is a bit more creative or is going to push me or challenge me in another way. Um, so at a very basic level, this sort of like structure that we have where you are forced to a specific schedule five days a week. I feel like that at a very base level gets in the way of what living intuitively, living mm. through intuition. Unfortunately, I don't have a remedy for that, except for, I guess, if you're that way inclined, um, <laughs> work for yourself. <laughs> Not everyone is. Not everyone is. Well, yeah, this is what I, I want to be doing, right? Um, having a life, creating a life. Well, that's what I'm working towards, creating a life where I am able to live intuitively. I am able to take the time to sit and meditate for 15 minutes and think, right, this is what I'm going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like that for me is the ultimate stage in my intuitive evolution to be able to like literally live intuitively, not just tap into it when I need it, but like live in a way that allows my soul to thrive. If you um, believe in the idea that we all sign a soul contract before we come down to earth and our soul has a thing that it wants to learn. um, Yeah, I I guess what I'm saying is I I don't feel work necessarily allows me to do that all of the time. And I'm aware of that. And being aware of that is allowing me to put myself in positions where I work away from that so I can, you know, fully trust my intuition, so I can fully live in my intuition. Mm-hmm. I think it's that a really important. interesting thing that you're, you're touching on then, you're saying, because I feel like for a lot of people, especially the people who will be interested in this kind of thing, those structures that our lives are built on, um, are, going, are, are really difficult to get around when it comes to being able to live intuitively if that makes sense you know even down yeah. to like you're saying 100% work have your forced wake up and your forced bedtime um your forced meal times I find it even yeah. in a more in I find it through the year in like a um even like a seasonal way there's a part of me look I'm a Sagittarius right I born in the middle of December but winter is not my vibe when it when the sun (laughs) you're like really (laughs) you didn't know that um (laughs) when the daylight starts to go and it gets a bit colder I want to shut down not in a bad way like I want to start to hibernate I want to start to do things that are you know calm and warming and comforting I want to um I don't want to go out to work I don't want to go out to do things I want to do things at home it's almost like being in my your, my moon time where I want to retreat yeah and yeah. I battle with that I have battled with that for 34 years of my life like I have battled and battled and battled with that feeling and pushing through that for example seasonally and it's such an interesting um thing because when I when I really think about it I'm like well naturally like this is what you would do 
in winter. Yeah. You know, naturally there were things and we and we are connected to all of those things, to the daylight and the and the the dark. Um you know, one thing that has really helped me with the wake up time, not today, obviously, like when we signed on, Jay was like, boy, you look tired. And I'm like, yeah, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that I found really helpful when it comes to the wake up is I've got one of those lights, you know, one of the alarm clock light things that is like um, a UV light and you can turn off yeah. the sound. So what it does is you set your alarm. So, I, you know, I want to get up at 7.30. I'll, I'll set it for 7.30. But it starts to have like this kind of uh, artificial sunrise at from seven. Oh. So you get this really slow like wake up where you start to just get the light in your eyes and it's the same kind of UV. So it's not like crazy disturbing. And then seriously over that yeah. half an hour, you just gently wake up. For me, like that is seriously one of the most beneficial little tools that I have in order that to kind of counteract sick. some of that. Babe, you need to get yourself I one of them. I'll send you a picture of, of the book. It makes it's such like, a difference. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, I can't. So annoying. So <laughs> annoying. my dreams. A hundred percent. Like, and that's it. Like, you wake up and you're just in a mood like. Um, so yeah, there are, <laughs> there are things you can do. I still haven't really worked out how to like live in England and deal with the winter. I'm figuring that one out. Once I've figured it out, I'll let you know. <laughs> it's so but, funny you say that because i feel the same way and i was born in this fucking cold country oh my god yeah, it's man. so cold it's the dark that gets intuitively me. I mean, i'm meant to be in the warm 100 percent. like i told you even my hair does not like this country my hair when i'm ever when i'm somewhere <laughs> tropical it's like vibes yeah. <laughs> but hair it's just like no um so yeah it's it's this is this is i feel like though as um as difficult as it can sound, I feel like this is one of those, um, it's one of these challenges that pretty much all of us are in. And in a way, I think it's quite beautiful. Like you can definitely change your perspective on it and see that, yeah, okay, we you may have been born with this gift. Um, and then the way that life is and has happened, society happens, like maybe that's been dampened, but it gives you something to work on. You know, what is the point of our experience really other than to to learn? Um yeah. so it with with your with with intuition, I feel I really feel like it's like that because it isn't something that you have to stop to do, you can literally start to do at any moment. Um it's quite a beautiful it's a beautiful challenge. It can be a really beautiful challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess this idea of like sometimes things are sucky. Mm -hmm. but you know there are things we can we can learn from these things and we can you know learn to reconnect with our intuition and that almost becomes the, the job of the adult right it's mm -hmm. not the job of the child as a child you get it's all stripped away from you through schools through you know parents who really just need their children to behave so they can get through their otherwise stressful day mm -hmm. um as an adult it becomes your job to regain this skill to like reconnect with this talent and quality that we all we all naturally have we all do naturally have it can be hard it can absolutely be hard um, but it's worthwhile i think definitely i mean let's be honest like what's easy 
what's truly easy that's worthwhile that's true (laughs) when I think about me not having intuition to refinding it if it weren't for my intention to reconnect with my intuition or at the time as the way I put it to develop intuition like I didn't have it at all like I want to develop intuition if I hadn't set that intention I never would have discovered you know entheogens psychedelics I never would have known the connection of the plant and fungi medicine which honestly has been so life-changing for me because it has opened me up to it's well it's opened me up to a whole new community it's opened me up to um new people and friendships that I haven't really had friendships like this before um you know I haven't really known someone like you before so it's almost like me searching for this intuition thing has put me down the path where I am feeling self-empowered I am feeling happy being in community again where previously I've had severe social anxiety and it it's making me more of myself or it's helping me to re I hate this idea of like finding yourself you were never lost right but it's having a bit more trust in who you are as a person and being assertive of that not in an arrogant way not in a way that is incapable of change or is incapable of growth but definitely being like no this is this is fundamentally who I am and these are my values and this is how I'm going to go forward and move throughout the world that's where it's been important for me it's it's meant that well in layman terms I'm, I'm less of a dickhead now <laughs> and I say less of a dickhead because I, I truly don't believe anyone's completely like at zero dickhead but you, you aim for it right <laughs> yeah 100% <laughs> You try your best, you make amends, you apologise. Exactly. And if you can be 1% less dicker today than yesterday, you've made an improvement. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what it's about, right? That is what it's about. <laughs> 100%. Like, that is, like, a really simple way of, of saying why. <laughs> I bother to do all this stuff. Yeah. Be uh, Trust your intuition so you can be less of a dickhead. I'm pretty sure you said this earlier on as well. No, I summed it up because you said it. That's just why well, you didn't say that. I just, you know, made it more succinct. You need, yeah, neatly packaged it up and made it a bit more palatable. Sorry, you know I have to make a joke so, out of these things as well. Definitely. So what would you say to um, anyone who is looking to get to a place of trusting their intuition um are there any comforting words that you're able to give oh i mean we're all in the same boat Mm -hmm. it's 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 worthwhile it's um if you want to be able to really connect and for me it's about you know trusting yourself we've called it trusting your intuition but for me it's trusting myself and that is seriously one of the biggest gifts that I feel like you can give yourself to be able to trust 
yourself, who you are, what you are. Um, there's so many places that you can learn about this. Like there's this amazing author called, um, a teacher called Laura Day, who has a book called Practical Intuition, I think it came out in the 90s. Um, and it's such a simple thing. I think if there's one thing that you kind of want to do for yourself uh, when it comes to your connection or just moving that a little bit deeper down your spiritual path without necessarily having to jump like crazy in, then just taking some time to begin to develop or begin to connect with yourself in that way is so useful. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a spirit. It doesn't have to be a spiritual thing. You know, that word doesn't have to connect with intuition if you don't want it to, if that feels too much for you. Like intuition is, it's just your, it's just another sense like your smell, your touch, your sight. Mm. Yeah, I I like that. And um, this Laura Day book, Trusting Your Intuition. It's called Practical Intuition. Practical Intuition. Practical Intuition. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Well, I need to read it again. So yeah, maybe we'll do a party. <laughs> but buy it, it's really cheap on Amazon. I just love finding these people who have you know they've taken one of these things and they've made it their life and they're amazing teachers and she's very much about that she's like you know she does she's like not about manifestation even though this is about manifestation she likes to make the words that she uses really accessible for all kinds of people because it isn't this isn't limited to yeah I just want to sit and, med and meditate and and you know go off on this like really deep crazy spiritual and I'm saying that with like finger quotes spiritual life this is a natural human part of the human condition it's natural for everybody so um I love that I love it when it can be less out there and just come into like proper you know into this reality um so yeah get that book <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the idea of this this book being like, I guess, the non-spiritual, practical way of approaching your intuition. Because this idea of the spiritual, while many of us are in this space, um, it, you know, for some of us, sometimes it, it does feel there's still that sort of moment of cringe that you're having to get over um, when you're learning about these things and you know, there are a lot of people within the, these paths that are still quite material. They still do want the science and the, the evidence around it or the sort of practical way of explaining it in a way that's not so airy-fairy that it, it isn't really immediately tangible. So, yeah, I, I'll definitely be giving that book a read. And do you I have that any... Is Oh, I was just going to ask you before you wrap up, do you have any things that you would suggest that people do in order to have a deeper connection? Yeah. I, I mean, it always comes back to this with me, but getting out in nature, because mm. I honestly feel, and without headphones too, because I can be guilty of going out and like, I'm going to be listening to my manifestation or affirmation tracks while I'm walking around the park sometimes I do have to leave the headphones at home because you do have to hear the birds and it's about getting into those senses and smelling the air and using all of your senses to sort of intuit what's coming up around you and paying attention to that on a walk. So you make it this like fun little guessing game 
like ah, oh, I feel like there's a dog coming up beside me. What color is the dog? Um, or I know, well, more assertively, I know what color the dog is. Or I know I'm coming up over here, and there's going to be some mushrooms I can forage. I know what color they're going to be, and it becomes this like fun guessing game that you go out on on a walk. Um, when you've got this full presence of self and you may not get it right the first time but or even multiple times but to keep with it and just to use that as a practice when you're going out on a walk to start being really intuitive about what's coming up around you that's a really practical way of like going out there and working on this physically because you know we've we've symbiotically evolved with the outdoors because you know before these walls around us we we were a part of the outdoors so it is in us to be able to perceive what might be coming up against us because you know we'd have to be prepared for an attack from a predator so at a very basic level i think that gets you back into your nervous system in a way that helps to reprogram the gut that's my top tip I love that. And before we wrap up, can I just say another thing? Because you've just literally yeah. sparked me off in this whole. So I saw this documentary once about um, this tribe in Africa. And I think they are, they still live in a very indigenous, natural way. They still hunt. Um, mm. But they have this ancient way of tracking, which literally is mind blowing. So they, I think I saw it um we have that animal communicator and I've forgotten her name, South African lady. She's amazing. Um, But basically when they were doing the documentary and they described what they did, they will track like an antelope for hours and hours and hours, maybe even days. And the, the people who were with them were like, how, how do you do this? How do you do this thing? And he was like, well, we see the line of where they've gone. And it's like, they connect in and they can almost see like a, a spiritual track or a cord. So even if that animal is four hours away, they can see it's it's th- this kind of energetic thing, and that brings like me like an energetic signature, like a signature. Wow. Yeah. But he's connect when he's describing it, he's like connected to it in that way. Like I can feel where this is, and I can see where this is. Um, and just in what you're saying, like about this natural instinct that we have to you know the whole reason we would even have a skill like that it just brings me to that kind of feeling there are literally still people in the world who who use it like that on such a level where they need it for their lives there's also another author I want to recommend to to you Tom Brown Jr and he's written loads of books about um this kind of stuff so tracking being in nature connecting to your intuition like with beautiful stories that he um he was taught by some uh, native indigenous americans so there's lots of stuff there like go off do some discovery find what makes sense for you because that's really the most important thing with all this and have a practice that book called the tracker i know he's got quite a few yeah he's got a few tracking the tracker yeah got that one get grandfather as well it's it's more of the story behind it all and it's just such a beautiful story amazing Are you thank you so Amazon much for those recommend- oh god can you see <laughs> <laughs> i love a book recommendation it's ridiculous i've got a good 900 pounds worth of books sat in a wish list at the moment that i'm slowly getting through and 
I'm not going to lie, it'd be nice if I just uh, got a load of these books tomorrow. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be able to read them all at once, but hey-ho. Make that wish list public. (laughs) Yeah, I'll start having to consider that. (laughs) I guess now is a good time as any to bring this to a close we'd be fascinated to hear about how you use your intuition where your intuition has saved you or where you felt really blocked on your intuitive path let us know on our instagram at the afro animist podcast leave a comment anywhere dm us you know um even if it doesn't make contextual sense on the post we will definitely get back to you and uh we can have a chat um this has been the Afro Animus podcast. I'm Jay Percy, the artist. And I'm Nicola. And thank you so, so, it's been so much. so good talking to it's you. It's been lovely talking to you. Take care.